0: Hello, welcome to episode 259 of Three Bears in a Movie. I'm Richard Laird, and I'm with. Paul McKay, hello. Hello. This is take two of trying to record this after some interesting issues yesterday. We tried to record it, basically my house yeah. is falling apart. So <laughs> yeah. we, have to, we have to quit.
1: <laughs> well, we did. We didn't quit. We decided it
0: was best not. It's to best start, to yeah. you know to, to amend my and yeah. fix my house before I started talking in a podcast. Yeah, br- yeah.
1: <laughs> f- f- fix, your, fix your hot water situation first, and then we can then we can talk movies. Um, and it's all fixed today, isn't it? It's
0: all fixed today. We're all good. We're all happy. I can now talk and talk about movies. At length, without having a worry of, am I going yeah. to ever have a bath again? Just don't mention bills. And we'll no, concerned. just don't mention bills.
1: <laughs> adulthood
0: has really been kicking me in the ass over the past like two weeks, and it feels like every now and again I forget that I am closer to forty than I am to twenty. Um, you know, or even closer to thirty than I am. Forty i am to thirty. Um, and adult life, unfortunately. Springs upon you in yeah. a, on a regular basis when it comes to it's, bills and life in general. It's hard being an adult, yeah. man. It is.
1: because you know, when you're a kid, you're just like, well, I must be so cool being an adult and getting yeah. money and working in me and how You're like, this sucks, man. This is I think, annoying.
0: I think, I think it's meant, although I have aged, I am mentally in my head still a 22 year old. Yeah, no, I, I'm,
1: the, I'm the same. Like I I'm stuck in the 90s, but it, it's like older responsibility now and I'm like but I'm, uh-huh. I'm not I'm not grown up I can't yeah. deal with this shit. we're just like no you, there's no one else to deal with fucking yeah. sort it and that's the scary part is like you know when shit does go down you're like no it's like you can't go running no it's monk. like
0: it's <laughs> look at pictures of like um, like my granddad's and my, my dad like when they were 22 they look like men like adults Mm. I look at me. You, you can see how I am right now. I yeah. do not look like an adult. You know, I <laughs> look like yeah. a big giant child. You know, <laughs> so, and that is basically how my mind is: <laughs> big friendly um, child. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I've got all these responsibilities all of an adult to actually do things. Uh,
1: yeah, you got a house to run and bills and pets and everything, and it's, it's a job and all sorts of this stuff. This is rubbish, man. This is what you play computer games and rock out. <laughs> Basically, it's all the to
0: play computer games, watch movies, listen to music, and that's all I want to yeah,
1: do. <laughs> to- totally. Let me do that, actually. I mean, I don't, I don't want to pay bills and stuff like that. Um, but no, being an adult sucks, man. They're it does.
0: Not... It does really suck. But this is one of the nicer things we can do as, as adults. We can do this. Yeah, um, yeah we, we can be grown-ups and... He talks about in? things that are very <laughs> Um Are you drinking anything of note tonight? Um, n- not
1: particularly of note. I know it's a favourite, but it's um, not, nothing of note. So it's uh, Caesar, Caesar Augustus. Augustus from Worldly yeah, yeah, which is a very, it's their kind
0: of generic lager, isn't it, I guess? This seems to be the one, I think, I think pretty much that was the one that sort of like, no, Joker, that and Joker IPA possibly. Joker IPA, yeah. That yeah, was that's... the one that sort of pushed them into sort of like the forefront of Glaswegian pubbery. Yeah, it's a nice drink. It's nice, very it's refreshing. refreshing. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I got that. I thought it'd be be but not not crazy exotic, yeah. but a wee bit more than my usual.
0: As well as if I see it on the if I see it in a bar menu, it's like I don't automatically discount it, but it's not what I will go for first. Like I'll always look for something else before I go mm. to it. If that makes sense, you know, it's like it's a good fallback if nothing else really yeah. appeals
1: to you. It's in that weird middle where it's too mainstream to be crafty, but too crafty to be mainstream as well. Yes. it kind yeah. of sits in a weird place, doesn't
0: yeah. it? It's, it's
1: kind of lives in the other world, but it's oh. a bit of both as well. It's, but it's,
0: it's one of the drink. if, if I saw it, like, you know, when I was in, like, say, London, i feel duty-bound to buy it, because it's, like, a, a Glaswegian drink, like, I, a, a Scottish drink, I feel like I have to buy it. Yeah. Plus, as well, I, I don't know, I tend to think, like, these kind of
1: craft beers you get from the bigger companies, like Williams Brothers and West and stuff like that, I think when the company gets to a certain size, it stops being... it becomes a commercially generic... Beer well, rather than a kind of craft. Well, we think about it as
0: well. You think the biggest, and I'm going to talk in a minute. The, the biggest company going for craft beer brew dog. They're essentially they are the big boys now. They they, they essentially they essentially compete with your tenants and all that kind of yeah. stuff. When it comes to that, so they're they're no longer the little top. It's the same. It's the feeling of like a punk band going mainstream. You know, yeah. you can you can still have a punk ethos, but essentially yeah. you're yes. big on that. You know, like yeah. if you're playing yeah. to stadiums, are you still a punk?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah know. totally. Yeah, it's, a, it's an de- interesting question, you know. Defeating the purpose of the kind of
0: movement almost at yeah. that point, yeah. Like when Offspring and Green Day started playing stadiums, you go, Are you still a punk band? You know, mm. I still love mm-hmm. you in many ways, but it's like I yeah. think you've moved away from what maybe you began as. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, you know, that I've boycotted
1: Brewdog, I, I have, I know, I know, I know, um, for ages now, mm. I can't remember a good couple of years now, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still like was... Brugog, And speaking of Brugog, that's what I'm having tonight. <laughs> Which one's that? Planet, Planet Pale. Planet Pale. Nice. It's a nice can as well. I got
0: it in one of my actually wanky beer boxes. Oh, I, I thought you'd quit that? I got was one for other uh, So this, is, this is, see. I think this is the last one from that box. I quit. I quit the beer club I was in as well. Because um, you, you'd done one and that was it. <laughs> Well, no, I didn't know how much
1: it was, and when I found out I was like, Oh shit. It's expensive. It's very expensive. <laughs> I could go to Tesco, and pick six of my own for like half the price, you know, yeah. and probably enjoy them all just as much as well. So yeah, I didn't I didn't know the price because I it was like in a voucher I got to sign up for it. All those
0: you know, things are the same, doesn't matter if it's beer, doesn't matter if it's like food or sweeties or like razor blades, anything. They, they start you out on a very sort of buy it for like one pence and then you realize like, Oh my god, they're gonna charge me like thirty quid a month for something that's yeah. You know, like, there's, there's, there's one for a sock club. Every month, you get sent like six pairs of socks. I'm thinking, who the fuck goes through that many socks? You need to have but, but at the end of like three yeah. months, you'd have like 18 pairs of socks.
1: Socks, yeah, totally, totally. Although, yeah. I do have a, a fairly, as do I, outdoor, I can wear a pair um, every
0: month, every day for a month and be all yeah, right, but it's still like yeah. I don't need to have you six per month, you know. Yeah, totally. don't need but, that when, end, end of the year, you'd have 72 pairs of socks,
1: you would need a separate room. She would just with socks. Socks.
0: We do yeah. a sock from me with t shirts, you know, <laughs> whole drawers full of t shirts, knowing no, I'll never actually wear half them again.
1: I'm terrible for that. Keeping close, I was, you know, I was sitting last night with Lorraine, and I was like, I wish I had my old cardigan. I had this old brown
0: cardigan, and I remember it all over it and yeah. everything. And I was like, I want it
1: back because she made me scrap it. And
0: I was like, Yeah, ah, probably made me throw out a mole t shirt that, that broke my heart a little bit. Yeah, it's sad, man. yeah. I had, a jacket that, I had to throw out think... at one point as well, which I absolutely adored as well.
1: Oh, I had to throw out my cool jacket, my kind of leather one, the the, the kind of your book one? Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's just worn away. There's like kind of bits on it, and again, heartbroken. There was that. Like...
0: You did wear the fuck out of that thing to be fair. I did, it was a very cool jacket. That's one I had as a very cool jacket, and I did feel yeah. very heartbroken. When I had to it it. Does. Attachment, man, attachment. attachment,
1: It's sentimental old fools.
0: <laughs> yes, like we are turning into grunt. we are into and Ward off right now, which is really a worry. Um, anyway, before we get to the cinema, if you we should really tackle kind of a big elephant in the room regarding some Glaswegian filmmaking, which is mm. the fact that DC and more importantly Warner Bros have scrapped the film that was made in Glasgow, Back they not yeah. just scrapped; it, it's not getting a release anywhere. They're basically using yes. as a tax write-off, which is yeah. kind of sad, you know. It's nuts, yeah, because.
1: All right, G- given DC's record, maybe it was going to be a bit shit anyway, but okay. I'd
0: have liked to have, you know, I'd, I'd have liked to see it. So, um... I think it's, I feel sad for a couple of years. Number one, from what I remember seeing the filming, they seem to use Glasgow quite a bit in the film, as opposed to just, like, <laughs> yeah, like you know, for yeah. the Batman, it was literally one shot they had of yeah. Glasgow. This seemed to really, because they're all over the place in Glasgow, yeah, they? Like, on the you know, West End, City Centre, East yeah, End, city stuff like that. Yeah, all over the place everywhere. And stuff. Yeah, everywhere, um, yeah. And that was recently, like February this year, they we're shooting that there. So, uh-huh, yeah, recent. um, mm-hmm. also sad because like Keaton would been back in the Batsuit. that'd been really cool to see as well. And also, Brendan Fraser is going to be back as well. Yep, totally. Uh, you know, yeah. I feel like it was a real sad miss. Is going to be for like for no other reason other than the new ownership of Discovery, who are now buying Warner Bros. wanting right, to tax? break and this is what they're using that's, for it. that's what they've done yeah I mean sh- the amount of shit that they must churn out do you know what I mean
1: they could have picked something else man, surely this this uh,
0: this year released the NAN movie. Yeah. And yeah. also released The Secrets of Dumbledore new one whatever the hell it's called yeah which meant, was let's be honest not great. One that no one cares
1: about really. Yeah. Um but I've read in a few articles that that that, that there's been rumors circulating that it's Fucking dreadful as well.
0: But I would say, who's circulating these rumors? I'm looking at who's involved in it. you got a very good cast, you've got a very good writer involved in it as well. Mm-hmm. You've got two directors who have done so far very solid work. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, it could be it could have been a pile of shit. It absolutely could have been. But I'm more well in saying it might have been like sort of maybe not brilliant, but at least a passive film. We had Morbius this year, for Christ's sake. But
1: then, Which was like, fucking horrendous. DC's released really stuff like Wonder Woman 84 and. Uh-huh fucking nines like that, do you mean, which are absolute trite, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, you know, they've took chances in bigger budget stuff that's fucking failed miserably, yeah. do you
0: know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's weird that it's a shame. And the, the, um, the recent statement was they didn't want to release a film where they can't get fully behind and it's not part of the ethos, yet they're releasing the Flash movie, which has stars mm, Ezra Miller, who is at oh. best <laughs> a, a questionable character at this point in time, you know, a yeah. questionable man. Oh.
1: Definitely. Or, I'm, I'm surprised
0: that they're still
1: going with that, dude. I'm genuinely surprised. Some of that not filmed in Glasgow as well, I think.
0: think there were a couple of scenes in Glasgow. I think most of it was filmed um, elsewhere. I think Australia yeah. was filmed in a good chunk of it, to be honest. Yeah, just a um, couple of bits in
1: Glasgow.
0: But very odd. Very odd. Very sad, more than anything else. Um, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A, I would have went to see it. Absolutely. Without I, a hesitation. It's a Batgirl film. I would have totally went and seen it. Yeah. Um, I'm actually quite a big fan of, of Back as a character, characters. So I'm actually mm-hmm. quite interested to see it. The fact that it was filmed where we live, essentially, yeah, was, was nice as well. An added
1: interest, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: so I was a bit, a bit gutted that um, it wasn't um, shown. So hopefully... Maybe,
1: maybe one day it'll
0: get leaked somewhere. Hopefully, yeah. But Maybe yeah. like the Fantastic Four movie back in the early 90s. Yeah. It's one of those kind of like, old will start doing around at Comic-Cons and stuff that. Like that. That's
1: the thing to say with that Fantastic Four movie, is it's the cast you feel sorry for? Mm. You know what I mean? Because they've went, made this film and it's like that. And
0: it's the I think, with the... Mm-hmm. The writers, the directors, the, the production staff who I mean they're all gonna get paid still. So they're not maybe yeah. not just trying their eyes because they're still getting paid. You know, if if you look like, at the key grip on that film, you don't really care what film you're all working on, you're just working you're just mm. you employed from job to job, you don't really give a shit what it is. As long as you're getting paid your paycheck, that's all that matters. Mm. But you might you still might be going like, Oh, that's the work I put in, it's getting not getting you know some yeah, light. Yeah, it's, it's,
1: it's,
0: it's sad news indeed, sir. Um yeah, yeah not, anyway. not good news. Onto some, on some movies that have been releasing some stuff that is out there. What have you watched at home of interest of late? Anything intriguing oh, you? Quite a few things, yeah. um, I've watched
1: Only Murders in the Building. Okay. um, Started my wee blazing chill through that. Yeah, um, getting better. So there the, the was a definite. The, the first two episodes we good. And then it was like, you know, a noticeable dip. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's coming back up again. Nice. Um, so it's, I think there's only two more to go. So we'll okay. see kind of how, how, how it lands. But hopefully, you know, it's kind of coming out of that, that valley and skiing uphill now. Um, nice. But yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying that a lot. So I watched that. Um, delved into another episode of Miss Marvel. Okay, because um, I know how much you, and I'm enjoying starting to enjoy it a bit more. now. we've got to, 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 to kind of revealing the bad guys and the crux across the story now. Like. Yeah, so it's starting to get a bit more interesting now. So yeah, I'm enjoying that a bit more, a bit more too. I'm really, really liking that. I think it's, I think um, it's been the
0: best one so far of the Marvel series
1: series. I series. Oh, I think Hawkeye for me, possibly. Really Hawkeye, good. very good. Not denying yeah.
0: Hawkeye and lo- ho- 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 Hawkeye and um, Wonder I thought were excellent. I don't think WandaVision division quite nailed the landing. Um whereas I think Miss Mar- Marvel does. Um, I think probably put Loki a little bit below that, and then there's a, quite a sizable drop-off to get to Falcon the Winter Soldier. Yeah, which yeah, is... But I'm looking to forward to She-Hulk, She-Hulk looks like it's playing properly into the comic book with, like, the yeah. turn to camera and the breaking the yeah, fourth wall yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It looks like It's like Ali McBeal meets superheroes, which I'm kind yeah. of 100% behind, because I'm a big... Oh, well, I was a big Ally McBeal fan back in the day.
1: And I'm a huge She-Hulk fan. Uh, when I was a 14-year-old yeah. kid, I had such a... A crush on she Hulk.
0: So you've got, got a big she Hulk comp- compendium to read, so I'm going to read that before it starts, just so I can get into. I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough about. I know who she is, but I don't know enough
1: about her. About to to go.
0: Yeah, I've kind of read quite a
1: few. So I say the, the kind of biggest memories I remember comics is is her being part of the Fantastic Four. Yep. Um, she was heavily kind of involved in the lore for a bit and stuff like that. Well. Did she break but, the yeah. fourth
0: wall and the stuff you want and your stuff you read? Uh, Dang, that I came relatively recently.
1: I Can't remember. I don't think so, but I can't. I can't honestly remember. Long. Oh, I long
0: remember Kevin ago. Smith was talking about, it and he was saying he's excited because he's breaking the fourth wall. So maybe it's been more like some of nineties thing, possibly. Maybe. A sort possibly.
1: Of,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I but think it, but it, it works in superhero movies. We've seen yeah. it with Deadpool and stuff for like that. It yeah. definitely suits that that kind of medium. So yeah, it'll it'll, it'll be good. I'm looking Absolutely. Anything else of note? And I finished off watching from.
0: That's we done. Is it a series that's
1: going to have an all series, or is it a? One and I, yeah, no, nah, i have kind of left it. You know, the, 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 there's, you. there's definitely more to come. Yeah, they are not even kind of scratched on the story really. Right. So, um, do you remember Lost? The way Lost started yep. that that first season when it finished, There was just like so so much stuff you yep. right? The, 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 the exact it's the same writers and stuff like that. Mm. Actually, I mean, as well. So it's a kind of similar premise. I mean, they've set it up so that. You know what the situation is, but they've just not given you any information about why the situation is. Right. And by the end of the season, you're like, still don't know, but I, I want to know.
0: Um, is it's that issue of how you land something like
1: yeah. that. Because
0: if you don't land it right, you feel like the with loss, for example, I felt I didn't have a I didn't I wasn't writing hate mail for the final series or the final episodes, mm. but I did feel that like there was a certain sense of I've kind of not wasting my time, but I've enjoyed the journey. Yeah. But I am looking back you the journey going, did it really have to take that long to get to this Yeah, you can't so worry about
1: you, it. Lost your direction at the end, then oh. just kinda, you know, Tagged something on. No, great watch. Um recommend it a lot, dude. Oh I thoroughly, been... thoroughly
0: enjoyed it. Peacemaker, I think, has popped back up on Sky to to download. Oh. So I may I may delve into that I don't know what people will be Oh the first about one? That. First you, season, yeah. Oh yes. Oh dude, I binged mean, i binge that
1: on the weekend. So, yeah. uh, Brilliant job. Yeah, we we'll can get, get into that. that as well. But um, yeah, From's really good. And uh, what's his name? Is it Harold Perrineau? Harold Perrineau, yeah. He is a really good actor. He is very I, good. I don't think I noticed it and lost how good he was. But yeah. in this, he's got a real kind of to him. You yeah, know I mean? Like, fucking not quite Samuel L. Jackson, but that kind of command about him. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's, Really,
0: really well. He owns the screen when he's on screen. Agreed. agree, yeah, 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 The man's the man's got, he's, some, got a very tarp. awkward look about him as well. Very sort of, it's quite a jagged look about him, but he's a awkward human being.
1: When you look at him, yeah, definitely, definitely. You kind of get that in this as well, but yeah. it kind of the that into the character. Do you know what I mean? But no, what, what you did, you have got to watch a show. I will definitely all, watch it. it's, it's all out there, it's, it's the, the, all the full, full seasons are out there. It's they dropped it all at once, so
0: I will, it's on my list of things to watch, so I will definitely, sure. I, will, I will get to it. One day I will get to this stuff. <laughs> One day. And the last thing that
1: I watched on TV, uh, not in the cinema, was Potter's so.
0: Which is a film starring Michael Shannon.
1: Michael Shannon, which I thought you'd really liked that when you'd, you'd reviewed it. I, know you'd seen I think I
0: found it charming, but it is very much, unfortunately, quite forgettable. I remember it getting absolutely panned when it first came out, and I didn't think it was as bad as the panning deserved of it. Mm. It's not by any stretch a, t- a five-star movie, but it's definitely... A very solid three star watch at home on a a windy, wet evening. You feel kind of charmed by it a little bit. I gave it seven out of ten. No, enough. I would probably give <laughs> that six.
1: Um, uh, no, I enjoyed that a lot. It's just pure. It was a Christmas film, so it was kind yes. of weird sitting. I think that's Christmas when we
0: watched. We watched it at Christmas time. Christmas wanted, time, yeah. one of the
1: Christmas movies we watched. But no, I enjoyed it a lot. Me and Lorraine were just kind of chucking away. We, we kind of both, you know, just kind of cozied up in bed watching it as well. So it's, it's definitely like a that type of film. Do you know what I mean? Just did. Easy, comfortable, inoffensive viewing. Do you know what I mean? Just mm. snuggled up and watched it and went to bed over like, oh, it was nice. That was it. So, yeah.
0: Directed by Seth Henriksen, one of his in relation to Lance Henriksen. Um But uh, last film he done was that one, 2017. Was it? Yeah, so oh, well, that's a while back. That's a while yeah. back, yeah. So, obviously, it did not put him on the road to him. Um, Fame unfortunate, unfortunately, but it's, it's a very good cast. You get Judy, yeah, in I, was as just, well. I was just Hendricks in it as Hendrix, well. Very good cast, uh, Ian McShade. I would have
1: casted it, you would have thought it would have got more exposure, but yeah, mm. it almost
0: feels like a tax write off at times, mm. mm-hmm. you know. Maybe that's something mm. to do with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've not watched anything at home really this week, um, nothing really of note. I will maybe bring some stuff a couple of weeks time when I finish some things, I'll talk about them. Um, mm-hmm. so. Before we move on to the one film you saw in the cinema, we move on to something I have watched at home, on the um, Netflixes, um, and that's a film called Rogue Agent. Have you heard of Rogue Agent? I've heard of it. I don't know much about it, but I have yeah. heard of it. Yeah. So it's directed by Declan Lawn and Adam Patterson, and it's their feature film debut. And the plot of this film is a true story set in, the, I think, it's the early nineties. Where there's a guy who pretends to be a spy for reasons very unclear. Um, and he basically gets women to sort of fall from him, and guys as well. So he enjoys this sort of air of mystery, but he's basically a con man. Mm. Um, and he tricks him into believing that he's part of the the um, sort of armed forces, um, sort of the uh, uh, MI5 type thing. Um, and he sort of keeps these people, he keeps this woman in sort of like a safe houses, but essentially he's kidnapped her. Um, okay. and the farmer tried to find her and he's basically once he gets one put away in a safe house he latches onto another woman and then this, this, this new woman he latches onto is sort of the one who sort of uncovers who he is and sort of exposes him um, as a fraud that he is so it's a bit of a kind of like Tinder swindler type thing yeah. you know fishing type thing but it's a true story um, and it's sort of the time in the time before that because everyone's got like blackberries and stuff it's, in, it's sort of very early 2000s mm, the, yeah, late 90s early 2000s yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the war stuff, like sort of the the Good Friday Agreement's not been signed. He's part of like this he's sort of thinking people are involved in the IRA and stuff like that. So he's it's still in that kind of time frame. So it's, you know, it's not well, sounds interesting. actually. Yeah. Is, who's in it? Is there well, Gemma Arlington, She plays the sort of woman who's this, his new woman that he falls for. Or falls for him, and she's trying to um... sold. I am sold. Yeah, sold as was I. Yeah. That's why I yeah. watch it because Gemma Arthur's out like Gemma <laughs> um, James Norton pops up in it as well. Um, Sarah Goldberg, Shahid uh, Shazad Latif, Maris Ebola, and uh, Julian Barat, um, but basically, as it it's Jim Arton and James Norton, they're the sort of um, the two sort of leads. It is a, it's a, it's a Netflix movie. It's a fairly decent spy and a very common thriller, um, but it's very much elevated by its two leads. They they are actually very good on screen, yeah. and they they definitely outshine the rest of the candles around them. You know that yeah. way you can tell. You know yeah. they're, they're definitely better than anyone else around them. Um, although in saying that, I think Jim Arton is, as always, she's excellent. She's very. She's got a extreme presence. I don't think Hollywood's really found a way to deal with properly yet. Yeah. You know, they haven't mm-hmm. really done it. haven't found a vehicle for her. Um, mm-hmm. But I think she's slightly miscast because I don't believe her, the way she plays a character at the start, that she'd be gullible enough to fall for this guy. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? She, there's, yeah. there's, she, she, she has a poise about her. You feel like, I think, she, she, that she would see through his bullshit. Yeah, you know, I think yes. you could cast someone else in it, and you go that I can see maybe like Tony Collett, for example. I can almost imagine Tony Collett in the same role, and I could almost imagine her falling for it a little bit. Or, I don't yeah. know why, but I just feel that I could see that. Whereas, you know, I'm going, I don't think you just no, the way you act at the start. It feels a bit. You would be seeing to this guy bullshit. He does probably always she it all the time. You know why he's bullshit, and why yeah. it's not bullshit. If so she might fall for it, it was also before a time we could like sort of easily Google people and things like that. So it was not quite as yeah, simple yeah. as that. Um,
1: did you know about this at
0: all? No, it, did not. not know about it. No. didn't know about it. Um, James Norton, very good. He's, he's got that right level of like sort of charming when you first see him, but you can also tell he's sleazy. Fuck. Yeah.
1: The
0: biggest issue I had with it: it doesn't really tell you why he does what he does. I don't know. It, it's itself sort of a sense of control over certain people he wants. You know, that's in particularly obviously women for obvious reasons. Yeah. myself me talk Yeah. yeah. It's never really clear why he wants to do it, and it's, it's sort of in his end games. Never entirely. It just maybe a sociopath who yeah, just it's enjoys like, this. I was just going to say that sometimes there is no fucking why. It's just they can and they do. Yeah. And that's it. yeah. So mm-hmm. I would I would like to be a bit more follow up on that because the the, the film the, the situation is still ongoing to some degree based on the code at the end. So I'd like to have be been a little bit more about the the purpose behind it. But it moves at a decent pace. Maybe it drags a little bit in the middle. There is a few moments he feels like. You know, it takes a couple of not unbelievable turns, but sort of like they've obviously condensed moments into one situation. When it's like, you know, the the, the Eureka moment type thing. Yeah. We go, I can't imagine that. You know, you see a word yeah. written down. And it's you know the Kaiser Soze moment almost. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's like yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, see, so, you, you get it, it's it's a cinematic device rather than yeah. you it, sort of like, I do get that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. what it was, is a decent watch. Is that's a pretty enjoyable watch. for like it's only it's an hour and fifty minutes and. In a world where right now we're apparently not going to get any sort of like mid level fillers because studios don't want to do them mm. um, and it's sort of up to places like Netflix and Amazon to do them. This is a, a pretty decent example of it, you know. And it's it's,
1: it, it, it's still they it, it can still be done, uh, yeah. It's nice actually
0: yeah. done, and they have yeah. maybe just the audience is not there to go to the cinema to see them, but I think they'll find it on Netflix. And um, my only wish kind of was that it had a bit more about why it was getting done. Um mm. and that thing. As much as I love Jim Martin and I love seeing her on screen, um, I think she was possibly miscast because I just didn't think she would put up with the bullshit as easily as she does in this film or fall for it as easily as she does. Yeah, uh, maybe check this one
1: out. Um Lorraine likes a kind of good old spy thriller yeah. and about a bit of kind of mystery intrigue as well. So yeah, that's what I
0: watched the you... thing was, was a spy thriller, like thriller, and it's not. It's it's it's, it's like it's more a cat, it's like a cat type thing almost. Yeah. Did um did it make you look it up and stuff like that? No, not guess? yet, but I probably will yeah. look up at some point. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's always a good film, it makes sure you that I always you kinda know, know I've really got into it. I mean when I go home and I'm not fucking scrolling away from Wikipedia and stuff
0: like that. So yeah. Exactly. So we'll have cool. to do it at some point. I then, will watch that one, sir. I'll give sure. a very very, very solid six and a half out of ten. Cool. Cool. We're, oh we're on the
1: kind of six roll just now, aren't we?
0: Yeah, we well, a lot of mid level yeah. stuff, nothing really jumping out mm-hmm. at me these days, but six and a half and six out of ten is like it's a watchable movie it's not a bad yeah. movie yeah totally no yeah. for sure for it's also sure. like a waste of my time watching it I feel like you know, obviously I've enjoyed that to some degree but maybe I think i always put six if I, if I watch it and then I don't really think too much about it after mm. you know it's, that's, it's, that's, it, yeah, it's enjoyable yeah. for the time I'm watching it but after it I'm like I'm not really it doesn't really linger in my head i going like I want like to tell people about it yeah you know that kind of thing. You know, if someone asked me what you should I watch tonight, I probably wouldn't, this wouldn't jump to me because I would forget about it a little bit. Yeah. No, I think. I'll recommend, yeah. yeah. No, I get you. Yeah, man. I get you. Well, let's talk about one of you that you did see at the cinema because I've not oh, seen it right. yet. Right, um, I won't
1: because I know you're going to see it. So I'm going to see keep it Sunday. It, so we, we'll so spoiler so spoil free and I'll just well, give you a brief overview.
0: Um, yes. So we've got a film called Bullet Train starring Brad Pitt and yeah. everyone else. Yeah. Um, directed by the guy done Deadpool 2, was it? Deadpool to and possibly a John Wick. Is John Wick co-director or stunt yeah, guy? Maybe, maybe yeah, yeah. Who's his name again? I'm getting his name right now. David Leach. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's based on a it's based on a book, and it's basically from what I've gathered from the, the, the trailer. Um man's got a hitman's got to try and get a case from one station to another on a bullet train where he's on yep. the train, every assassin on the planet is on this train, all oh, wanting that case, and he's got to basically try and Get the case.
1: I mean, it, it, do you know what it's one of these films that the trailer is the movie? Yes. Yeah, obviously, there's a lot more to it, but the plot is, is do you know I mean. It's not trying to bamboo, it's not it's not going for plot, it's going for you know action and comedy and stuff like that. Um so yeah, we w- what you get from the trailer thinking, I wonder if that's what it's about. It's exactly what it's about. Do you know what I mean, did that, that that's the movie plot, you've just summed it up exactly there. The trailer. Big time, big, big time, did. Had a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, went to see it on Wednesday night after work me and Lorraine. And it is just the, the, the perfect medicine for a shitty day at work or, you know, yeah. a, a bowling day at home. Just go and see it. It's just a thrill ride of a movie. Um, Runs just under, is about 100, and, 100 minutes or so, maybe?
0: Right,
1: 110, um, I think, really um, it? Something like that. Just, it just moves. You know what I mean, it yeah. is so, so well paced so, I mean, from start to finish. It's just, you're never at any point bored or waiting for something to happen it just goes and goes really really funny um standout performance by Aaron Taylor Johnson yeah, I'm
0: very much liking Aaron Taylor Johnson everyone I've seen him in he's been the only thing I've not liked him in but I liked the film was Godzilla yeah
1: I thought he was yeah. a bit landing
0: he didn't really do anything in Godzilla but the film yeah, itself never. I enjoyed a lot but
1: I've seen him in he's very good it's just dead weird to think that this is the kid that was kick do you know what yeah. I mean as well and you're like wow man he's really yeah he's doing amazing um He's amazing in this. Him and, and his co-star who plays his brother in it are just phenomenal, the both of them. Um, the girl in it, always her name again. Who's Have you got the cast there? Zazie Beats? No.
0: I'm again, it's now for you. Um, um, Joe, some, Joy someday. Joy, 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 Joey, somebody. Joey, Joey. Joey King?
1: She is fucking Amazing in it as well. Yeah. I've seen her in one or two things before, but she turned up in this and she just totally smashed it.
0: Um, oh, she's in, um, you haven't seen it, she's not in the one I liked, um, Book Smart,
1: possibly, maybe, but she's phenomenal in this. I've, the, the whole cast is good, there wasn't anyone bad in the full movie, um, and some people just turn up and then they're gone again. But the whole cast, you could, you could feel the fun that they must have had making the film as well. Yeah. As he's not in Booksmart. but she's someone who's in
0: Booksmart. I'm getting my yeah. people mixed
1: up. But she's great at it as well. Aaron Taylor-Johnson's absolutely phenomenal. Brad Pitt has—he's kind of really found that this kind of niche just now where he's like kind of you know lazy comedy, action kind of vehicles. It just really fits.
0: I've seen this for years is. with Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is a—he's a—he's not a B-list actor. He's a supporting actor. Mm. And the unfortunates of being like in with a star movie, good looks, yeah, yeah. Like he's not the best at fronting a film, but if you put him in a film where he's got an ensemble around him, or he's got a great person alongside him, Brad Pitt is phenomenal. Yeah, he but seems, if you ask him yeah. if you ask me to front a movie, that's where he falls down. I think he's not quite got that gravitas when it comes to the sort of the presence to do that. But if you put him in something like this, where he's like essentially it's part of an ensemble. Yeah. Yeah. He can absolutely do it. He can play... And he, if he play a character rather than just play on his good looks, he Yeah, can play something as well. Totally. Nah, he's, he's, he's kind of... He's doing
1: almost similar role to the one he done in... What was the one he done with Sandra Bullock? Lost City? Yeah. He's, it's almost like an extension yeah. of that character, do you know what I mean? Which is almost like in a weird way an extension of the character they had done in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Do you know what I mean? He's just found this... Oh, this...
0: It's almost an extension of the one's character in True Romance a little bit.
1: Well, that as well, yeah, yeah. He's just he's he's great. In this kind of stuff, and like I say, you know, he's picking good roles. You know what I mean, for who he is just now and stuff like yeah. that, and he, he's totally smashing it. And um, great film that I'm excited for you to see yeah. this one. Um, that this is, it, it's just pure fun. You know what I mean, you just came out and you've had a good time, and a lot of it is forgettable. Do you know what I mean? And stuff yeah. like that, but. Just for me going to see a film is just it's, it's about just taking me out of the real world for a wee bit and that's just
0: totally it it seemed like a film me and you would love it it's, it's a proper yeah. big, like I, said, I was talking about last week I watched Robocop for the first time in a long time mm. and you don't make that kind of movie anymore and I've got a sense that Bullet Train alone maybe not as uber violent as Robocop yeah. is but it's, it feels like it's in that same order it's not made for 12 year olds, it's made more for your 15 to 18 year olds it's in that de- vibe de- you de- know, it it's a kind
1: of, it's quite violent as well. There, yeah. there is quite strong violence. a lot of bad language as well and stuff like that. Is anyone like
0: their dick shot off, though?
1: Uh, no. And it's
0: no, not no. Robocop,
1: then, is it? It's not Robocop at that point. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not Robocop. Um, but no, dude, I'm really excited to see. I can't really... Go into, you've said the plot anyway, but there, yep. there's wee details in there that we'll touch on next week because I want to speak to you about this because it's... A great film.
0: So, we'll talk about it in more detail next week. We'll go uh, a couple yeah. more films to talk about. We'll talk about this one before a little timey thing runs out. Um, and that's a film called Not Okay, which is on Disney Plus. Mm. Um, which is directed by Quinn Shepherd, who done a film called Blame, which I haven't seen. In um, this film, in the sense that it's about a woman who works at sort of like a gossip rag kind of website, like a, like a Huffington Post type thing. Um, she's a photo editor on that. She wants to be a writer, but she can't really get writing jobs because no one really wants her to, to do a writer uh, to be a writer. Um, and <laughs> She's come up with this idea, she'll pretend to be in Paris because she notices all the Instagrammers, you know, the influencers go to Paris and everyone kind of loves them for it and you know travel the world. Mm. Um she doesn't she goes she doesn't go to Paris, she starts taking pictures like she is in Paris. Anyway, while that while she's doing that, she falls asleep one night, wakes up in the morning, and there's been a massive terror attack in Paris. Um mm. and it's like one of the pictures she posts was literally like, sort of like I'm 10 minutes before the bomb went off at I think it's a Champs Elysees or something like that, right? Mm. Mm. So of her Sure. All her family thinks she's, you know, dead, and she potentially and she yeah. she's a survivor of the Paris attacks, and she sort of caches this sort of survivor into sort of like a media career, writing about it and stuff like how she survived it. And she, she's linked up with a young girl who's survived a, a, a high school shooting, who's become a mm. bit of an um, like activist, and she tries to yeah. test that. Um, and sort of it's, it's her sort of rise of being sort of this very vapid person who only wants fame, getting that fame through being vapid and trying to cling on to it when she doesn't care about what the fame is for. for yeah, that sounds dark, man. Very dark, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's her journey from that and it's like, it's um, how she would progress and, and what you can hope for a character change but ultimately you don't really get one but it's just sort of like, how it all unfolds is, is interesting. Um, so it's
1: just an arsehole that, that just remains an arsehole for Kind of, yeah. yeah. The, the
0: opening of the film says something like this film has got bad language, you know, scenes of a sexual nature and an unlikable female protagonist. Which it, it, it does. Is it the uh, was it the Charlie
1: Hebdo attacks or was it a... no? It's,
0: it's not it's not an actual attack. It's sort of, right. it's, sort of it's basically like a, it's like a nine eleven type attack. It's like right. several okay. different French. But you, you don't really you not really see the attacks on it's just on news reports. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. In the film you got Zoé Douche, who is and um, she plays the blonde pink one in Zombieland Part Two.
1: Ah, oh, right, okay. Yeah. Is like also Leah
0: she... Thompson's daughter?
1: Oh, I see, I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what no, no, I'm thinking about? You it. I see it. Of, yeah, yeah. I totally. That's weird how you don't see something, and then when you hear, you're like, fuck yeah, it's obvious. Yeah, it's, nice. it's, 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 like like it's like Jack and Dennis Quaid, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course totally, Do you know what I mean? No, that's It's nice. weird how Jack
0: Quaid at the bottom half is is um Dennis Quaid, but the top half Meg Ryan. I think
1: I think it's the nose. I think he's got his dad's nose as well. Right? Um, I can see it with the nose. Yeah. Yeah, but really? aye, it is. you look at me, that's fucking weird,
0: man. Ethan Hawk's daughter's got the same. The top half's um, Uma, but the bottom half's Hawk. It's, it's weird. Yeah, it's, very it's, odd. It's, it's, um, um, anyway, right? also on it is Mia Isaac, Dylan O'Brien, Cara Sonny, and Nadia Alexander. Not many people well-known apart from... Dylan O'Brien's got a few things. I think he's a um, mage runner and things like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah. So it's got a very energetic, funny start, you know, it's sort of taking the piss a little bit out of, you know, the influencers and the you know mm. sort, of sort of TikTok, Instagram life, and um, very sort of me and the arrow and dope style energy, and um, that does fade as it goes on, it doesn't quite have that for the full film, which very few films have, to be fair, mm. so it's not, it's not a not mm. slight on it. Middle section is a bit sluggish, juggling a lot of messages, but you're not always in 100% on point with what they're trying to say at times you know like, yeah. of, like they constantly reward her but then you're gonna kind of go you need to have some sort of payoff for it and eventually do but it just felt like it took a long time to get where it was going um but the main message of like sort of internet fame and like you know sort of vapid society and you know is strong and and actually kind of got behind that and I can kind of see what they're going for you know because it is funny not funny it is darkly funny how she like I said how she gets the fame and she's almost got to like convince herself, like you know, to be against terror attacks is bad, or to be to be against high school. She's always got to she's seen this young girl who's like an activist who she sees as passion in her, and there's almost a sort of destructive nature in her where she can't get that passionate because she's not experienced. Uh, she's experienced she's yeah, I it's
1: uh, something you need to go through to have that fucking belief yeah. in pursuit of justice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah sure. So it's interesting um, that point, um, Zoe is very watchable. She's got real star potential, like a mum. She's definitely got that movie star feel about her. Mm. Um, so I liked her a lot, and definitely the film does rest very heavily on her um, shoulders. Mia Isaac playing the young activist. She's also very good in it as well. But it does very much as Zoe's film, um,
1: yeah.
0: and like I just, a, it made it mean made me and Jill both laugh a fair bit yeah. at moments at it. Um, but it also does get some pretty, as you imagine, quite dark places, and you kind of you yeah, do feel yeah, yeah. You, you always want her like. You always mm-hmm. want to come up. She is a hero, but she's like I said, she's an unlikable hero, and you want her to get a comeuppance. And you feel like she has to because to, to not would be wrong, you know, to yeah. be somebody like this. And yeah. it almost feels like it's taking inspiration from something, but I don't know what it's taking inspiration from. Okay, that you sounds know? like an interesting film. I yeah, I that's want to a see lot, this now. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. It's a lot more interesting than I actually thought it might be to, mm-hmm. to get with, I actually end up quite enjoying what what it what it offered. Just in a
1: wee garden path. This whole. Insta fame thing, yeah, fucking scares me, dude. It's like, yeah. I remember a couple of years ago asking Caleb, what, you know, would you want to be when you're older and grown up? And he's like, Yeah, I'm going to be a famous YouTuber. And the amount of kids that will give you that answer, do you know, I mean, yeah. I'm going to be a famous YouTuber or do you know, I'm going to be a, a fucking
0: famous game designer? And it's just like, I, I think it's says, a question of when we used to be
1: young, when
0: you want to be like
1: a football player? Aye, but I think- it's, it's, yeah, do you know, I, I can't get my head around do you know what I mean it's like no you need to go and get a job and work hard and, and kids now are just like I'd snap my fingers do you know what I mean and record a song and I'll be a pop star or right. do, you, do you know what I mean make a video and I'll be a, a YouTube fucking sensation and, but the, the scary thing is is it's probably achievable and, it, no it's achievable no, not, not, not for all kids
0: but no no, no I, there's I mean, it can do it, but there's people who can do anything yeah, you know it's like, yeah. there's always that one but then you've got to remember as well Somebody, I remember somebody saying about the movie industry or the comic industry. is like, the way you get in to that industry, there's hundreds of doors for you to get into this industry. Mm. But once you get in that door, that door then shuts and no one else can get in that door. Yeah. So mm. if you're the kid who makes up something on Instagram and you get, you know, a, a million followers because of that, mm. anyone who follows you won't get that. So you've got to be extremely in, in, unique to you've be interested to, enough uh, to uh, have you, that you've... pull to
1: it got to get that hook that that's yes. yours but um yeah it's, it's just scary seeing like these kind of influencers and people like that I mean whose whole lives are basically just fucking look at me and how great I am and do you know what I mean I'm like I don't don't get it man don't get yeah. it at all anyway yeah, sorry sorry what did you give it out of 10? Not okay I'm giving six and a half out of
0: 10.
1: Well that's not okay is it? Not
0: that's it's not bad it's, <laughs> it's decent um Alright, come on to the last film of tonight, um, and that is one that's on, I watched on Rakuten, the the, the thing I get for free, because I've got you a, are a Rakuten fucking slut, so you yeah, are. I you am, I am. always in I Rakuten. Am. You're the only person I know that watches Rakuten. You're, you're funding Rakuten. You I know am, what, you? even I'm at Lloyd's Bank are funding racketing because they give me the free codes every month, so it's really uh, down to Lloyd's Bank. I wouldn't pay uh, anything on it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I had an option of many films to watch um, and I picked one called Nine Bullets which is written by Gigi Gaston who done a film called Fatal Memory and Rip It Off a few years ago which I've not seen um, the plot of this film is that I'm going to give you the plot of this film and you are going to, you're going to be like Richard why did you decide to watch this film and I'll explain why in a minute um, <laughs> okay. for better or for worse <laughs> right. the okay. give it a plot I'm yep. ready okay. so it starts with a ballet dancer must go on the run to save a neighbor boy whose life is threatened by her ex-lover. Right, there's questions already. Okay, uh, so basically, ex-lovers like hit men come and kill all his family. The wee boy escapes to her house. She goes on the run with him. They're tracking her down, and she's got to try and keep him safe. Uh, is are they romantically involved? This boy in burlesque I mean, dancer. Yeah, no, the, the boy's like eleven. All right, so
1: it's like a kind of Bruce, like Bruce Willis film, then Mercury Rising. But yeah, I'll just say that. Burlesque dancer yeah. not
0: Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. More, more burlesque.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Bruce, Mercury Rising. Bruce could do burlesque. I'm I sure you'd agree with that.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the film, you've got uh, Lena Headley. Oh, okay. Right. Sam Worthington, uh, Dean Scott Vasquez, Martin Smesner, and Emma Holzer. I mention this because Lena Headley, I feel, is someone who has got a lot of talent. Like, mm. from ever I've seen her in, she's got a lot of talent. But mm-hmm. Hollywood has no fucking idea what to do with her. No, no the, the closest I've seen Hollywood getting to understanding
1: it is Dread, Red. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah. I think that's the closest they've got to using her in, in yeah. a- yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, and based on that, this is not the way to use it, because this is this is a weak excuse for a thriller that fumbles everything from pretty much minute one of the movie. Like, genuinely, everything is fumbled. <laughs> it is completely, tonally bereft, because um, it, it, it swings from, like, Lone Wolf and Cub, to comedy, to action thriller, to, like, sort of, try the hard-bitten, you know, sort of, like, this is real kind of movie type thing. Yeah, um, it's a plot that changes motivation by the second, and it's got like some of the most incompetent villains you've ever seen a movie to the point you go. I, I don't know much about escaping from anything, but I reckon I could escape from these fucking partly <laughs> insane <laughs> mafiosa guys because they all just seem it's, essentially they're trying to escape from the four mafia guys from The Simpsons. You it's, know? So it's like fucking the free studios chasing essentially, you. Know, essentially, yes. This is yes. Go well as um, sake. <laughs> Lena Headley unfortunately isn't great in this, but she is better than everything else in it. She's better that. she's she a better actress in this as well. Even she can is almost unbeknowingly try to figure out the lines I'm giving her at this at some point, you know, like what the fuck are they trying to tell me to do here? It yeah. doesn't make any sense. And the script is diabolical. And it just makes plot changes that don't make any sense. You know, there's at one point when she's trying to escape from the bad guy, she goes and meets him in the hotel or in his house for the whole night and sleeps with him and in one of the most quite gratuitously Awful sections I've seen this woman for a long time, like very nineties style. You go, it's just like showgirls, bud. Yeah, you got this head. <laughs> whatsoever, I don't think Lena has to Obviously, constantly got a kit off from, from in this, and I felt like it's only there because, well, we know she, gets, you know, she gets naked in a lot of stuff she's been in. So let's just make sure yeah. she gets naked. Yeah,
1: yeah. It seems to be like I, I do kind of get nineties, nineties. It was like obligatory like sections and films like this, but it does seem to be more and more an obsolete thing now that there's no... You don't need it. There's no need for it, no. no, no. You, and, and it's you
0: not, not that we're prudish. It's just sort of like... Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Not at all. And it's like, if it adds something, you know, to the film and it makes it gives something to the film, I can understand it. Like, yeah. Booksmart's got a sort of 16,000 and it adds something to the film. It's yeah. about that journey, but this adds... Absolutely nothing to the I film. Think... You can easily just have them going into a room. You yeah. have them kissing a chair and going into a room. You go, right, right. right we all know what's you know,
1: happening. We got right. it. No, I, yeah. th- I think as as a kind of film going audience and we've transcended beyond tits and ass. Do you know what I mean? I think so. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. It has... it's, it's fine when, when you're a teenager. I get it. You're watching Porkies and shit. I get it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, You know, you get to a point, especially in this day and age, where, you know? There's no, there's no need for it showing at all, I... unless unless it's. In, Table to the plot, which it sounds like this, it's is not, not, it's in not anyway at all. Yeah, um,
0: even more odd it was a woman directing it, which I thought was strange. Like, felt mm. it felt very much male gaze when I was watching uh, it, like, you uh, know, that kind of thing. Sort of like just uh, maybe, yeah. it felt, maybe it's one of the producers, and a bigger feel, editor, maybe perhaps, but yeah. I it, it felt quite of odd that it's normally because I've seen sex scenes recently that have been done from a female gaze, and I think there is are definitely a difference in in how they're seen.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, when
0: I watched uh Ammonite, the one with Kate Winslet and um. Rooney No, not Ray Mara, what's her name? Okay. Oh. No, no. no, we love her. She's in Brooklyn. Oh sorry. Uh, uh, so, yes, yeah. And there's a there's a like a lesbian scene between them, like a sex scene between them that is integral to the plot, it makes sense, it's set in the 1800s so actually it has it's sort of it's a it's a important moment. Yeah. and it's not done in any way sort of for like sort of like titillation or anything like that. It's done as a yeah. it's done as a plot point to make sense of yeah. what's happening. Yeah. That was done with I think a female... No, I was about a male director, but it was handled a lot more sort of um, tasteful. Tasteful, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah point understood the purpose of it, yeah, um, yeah. and even like something like Red Road or Red Rocket, sorry, the one about the male monster that had stuff in it. It was if, if, if it if done grotesquely, it was done for a purpose because that's what it should be. If to try and make you feel like that this adult, this is almost like it's trying to. Turn you on, it's trying to be like sort of the erotic yeah. films you see on like channel. Five. Try,
1: try to tell you. but it's like um, horror films still still do it. Horror films are still got, a lot of them still have their bag of ever seen stuff, and stuff. Uh-huh. It's uh, we don't need this, you know. I mean, it, it, it,
0: it feels lazy now, that's what I
1: think. It, it's a product of 20 or 30 years ago, you know. Uh-huh. It's, it's there's no place for it in modern modern times, you know. I mean, both yeah. advanced, you know. What I mean, you've got to move on with that, but. Yeah, you still you still see these sections
0: and uh, it's almost a, you know. And the selling point of this film can't be if you watch this film, you get to see Lena Headley naked because half the world's watched Game of Thrones by now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You um, know, doesn't make any sense. Doesn't why? Any sense. Why is it called Nine Bullets? She's oh, because she's a cat. It takes nine bullets to kill her because she's a survivor. Alright, okay, yes, <laughs> right. of course, of course the um,
1: like, next really important question is why the fuck did you pick this movie to watch?
0: I had a few options. I thought I actually thought it sounded relatively interesting to be honest. I thought it could be good, <laughs> kind of like I thought it could be a good like sort of like kind of genre, kind of grungy B movie, kind of piece, but it. it's just badly done, to be honest. Sam yeah. Wellington is not good. He's not good at, he's not good as a baddie. And I'm not really going to buy him in anything, to be honest. Sam, oh, it was alright, Avatar. There's a lot going on in Avatar that make... He's so bland that everything else around him, yeah. everything else him is so um, that he can be... Man, and man and a lead, Man on a ledge was not That wasn't bad, I'll give you that. But again, I don't think he's... Maybe he is. That, it, that's not
1: we, a we, we, We've spoke about this before, though. It, it does seem that they're determined to make this man a star, no matter yeah. what it takes. And... You're right, he's I mean, he,
0: he, he can act. Do you know what I mean, he's just he's, he's not a bad actor, but he just sort of yeah, he's, he has no he, presence, he, I don't think.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he is quite kind of you know, very you know, forgettable. Do you know, what I mean, it's a lot of films you'd be like, Oh, he was obviously in that. I don't remember, do you know, what I mean, that, that kind of thing. But Hollywood oh, just means, I mean, he's, he's obviously lined up for the next what three avatars, yeah.
0: Now. Then, remember, in Terminator,
1: popped up in Terminator, yeah, the Clash of the Titans remake and stuff like
0: that, yeah, that as they well. Yeah, just keep throwing stuff
1: you know and it's like take the fucking hint do you know what i mean it's like give the guy a second place and he might do
0: better do yeah like, it's... It's, like he's in hacksaw ridge but he's obviously he's playing a sort of a yeah. minor he's playing a more support role that yeah. not a bad actor in that um i think he's quite good in the manhunt tv show the one of the mm. unit corner. i think he's not bad in that yeah. so he has got things he can do just it feels like this is not his he's obviously yeah. playing a bad in this he's, he's he has yeah. no menace. You know, yeah. it's, like, it's like being threatened by a puppy. You're like, come on.
1: <laughs> but it's like fucking Hollywood just can't sometimes realise that not every actor's a star. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're, you know, they don't need to be a fucking movie star. Do you know what I mean? They don't need to be Tom Cruise. Just, you know, find their niche. And find their niche,
0: and yeah. Things. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. Anyway, back to this. This is probably one of the worst types of aimless straight to <laughs> that watched in a long time. And you know me, I mean? I'm not... I try and find the good in most things I watch. You know, I do. I do generally yeah. look for good. And yeah. this, like, I couldn't find anything. It's it's, it's badly made. <laughs> it looks bad. It, it, and the plot is just all over the place. And I just couldn't understand the oh, idea. No. That's where the plot, when she's like hiding the kid and she goes and meets this guy in his house and spends a night with him. And then the, the, the baddies know where, they, where, her, where her car is and know where everybody is, so why don't you just go and check the fucking place yeah. where she is? Yeah. And they, they put a tracking device on her car to take them to where they knew she was. And it's like, what the Fuck is like what is it, like. No you know one does yeah. makes any sense. No one makes any rational choice. Dude, in this. So, dude you're funding
1: this shit. I'm just putting it out there that you, you are. Funding, they're going to make a sequel because you watched it. It'd be like somebody watched it. Let's I fuck each other another one.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm giving this a very lowly three out of ten. Yes. <laughs> And you know me, I very rarely go below five. It's, it's do I, I, below
1: I, five. I know, you are very, very forgiving. But um, for you to give us that this, this is one I would score a one, isn't it? This is it's definitely it's, yeah. it's
0: not quite ice <laughs> it's not quite that ice road one with Liam Neeson but it's pretty much approaching that level. <laughs> I enjoyed shit, Which you enjoyed. It's more man from Toronto.
1: I enjoyed that as
0: well. I know. Oh no. No, oh. I, don't, I don't I don't think you would like this one. I don't think you'd like this one.
1: Oh, it's um, it, it sounds like on the same kind of nonsense as that gunpowder milkshake.
0: Shite, that was rubbish as well. Sounds kind of. That at least darkness. in moments yeah. where it felt like they were about visually interesting at times. Yeah, and yeah, it had kind a of much better cast in it as well,
1: like a good supporting cast. So stay away from racketing. It's it's not a good idea. No, it, I think should... it's it's no racketing. Don't do. Good stuff, I'm afraid. I'm sorry, well,
0: they, They're not producing it. They're just like a provider. They, they don't yeah, produce this stuff.
1: They don't just, provide good stuff either. And <laughs> you, know
0: you know the worry we always have when you see a film and it starts and there's like nine different production companies at the start of you, you go, that oh, is either like very, very good... But or fucking very, off, very oh, bad. Yeah. And it this yeah. went unfortunately
1: to the very very bad side. So, <laughs> you know. I'm always fascinated by that when you see like the films that have got yeah. like ten and twelve I'm always so like wow, do you know what I mean? And like you say, it is always there's no in the middle when you've got so many production companies at sealer, like so indie it's fucking amazing, yeah, or so trash that it's unwatchable times yeah of, and that's, so, this yeah. was
0: definitely a more unwatchable <laughs> level um, that is right. that is us for this week <laughs> next week I like, I think we'll have a good week next week I'm actually quite looking forward to next week's chat chats okay. we've got in the cinema we've got Bullet Train Yeah, yeah. Um, both we might even try and get and see Crawdads if we can I'm going, going to go
1: yes I will see that tomorrow
0: yep um, have you read the book i l- read the book and love the book
1: Right, because I've heard the movie's fucking awful. The book's great. I've heard I've, of
0: that as well. I've heard a lot of the, the, the book is exceptionally beautiful and poetic yeah. and it's, it's descriptive. Yeah. And everything I saw the trailer felt like this is a TV movie.
1: Right. Well, I've not yeah. read the book, so be interesting. You might get something so more from I, it, yeah. So, yeah, so I'm going to make a complete a perspective. It, yeah. I'm yeah. going to go and see that tomorrow.
0: So. I love the book. The book was a beautiful a beautiful piece of writing. It really is yeah. a generally wonderful piece of writing. Um also, i have got was a bullet train. have got thirteen lives on Prime Video, all about the I think it's Indonesian children who get trapped underground. The soccer team get trapped underground, and I think it was yeah. And i have got to get yeah. saved, Malaysian possibly. wanted well, to Um And i have got to get saved by the world. Um, and it's, this is a story of this is a dramatization of their um, rescue because there's a documentary I think that's now about it. But a, yeah. yeah.
1: This is a, and uh, this is directed by Ron Howard. So Ron Howard. I'm expecting Sod have nothing else.
0: Ron had done Apollo 13, so I like when he does smart people being smart, trying to figure out tough problems. I yeah,
1: like when he does I, that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm hoping that he pokes Elon Musk. I'm hoping I do Elon. hope he
0: slaps Elon Musk
1: right in the face yeah, at some point. Yeah. just
0: hope yeah. in the movie
1: there's a wee, you're a fucking idiot of a man. Yes, yeah,
0: they're, they're beast, they, like... This is on Prime Video, so it's Bezos, so hopefully he's a Bezos, you know, sort of yeah, oh, go after yeah. him. Yeah, 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 go, go get him, get, get him, get yeah, him, yeah, get yeah, him yeah. Ron. I'll watch Yep. Um, also out on Apple Plus, if you've got Apple Plus, is uh, it's called Luck, I believe, and it's about a woman who, the first person to ever fall into the land of the leprechauns. Um, it looks very funny. It's called, <laughs> I believe, not Searchlight, I think it's DreamWorks, possibly, or Lime, somebody. I did studio. Animated? Uh, animated. Um, right. It looks... It, it does look borderline, could be exceptionally racist to some people, but I I'm think sure it will be. be yep. But it does look like a lot of charm to it, so I'm actually really looking forward to that one as well. Well, I'll say I'm looking forward to I'm semi looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to it. And um, the one I'm really looking forward to this week, I think the one you're looking forward to most this week is when it's on Disney or Star on Disney, and that is Prey, which is uh, the oh, seven. Seventh Predator movie? Yeah, Predator, wow. Predator 2, Alien vs. Predator, Alien vs. Predator. predator Requiem, Predators, yep. Yep. then
1: The Predator. The Predators, yep, which was the last one,
0: and now... This eight. one, which is Prey, and this is, The Predator comes to essentially 1800s, 1850s America, and, goes at, and it's getting uh, attacking like, sort of Native Americans, yep. and they're trying to, and one of the other, water, try to take it down. Yeah,
1: it was good. It was, it'll be good, will It's it. a badass oh. idea, actually, think about it, you know, Four the idea of these... Point. But then, then it makes me, I was thinking about this, so so the Predators have been doing this for, what, hundreds of years, so they've dumbed down their weapons. That's to, a that's to, angle for yeah, yeah.
0: it, it's not, it's not tooled up as much, it, their weaponry progresses with their evolution so, as well. It? Oh, okay. They've, they've okay. I, I think they said he's not got his laser cannon in this. Right, okay. Which would be a unfair, really. That, yeah, That'd be, yeah. be a
1: shit movie, It'd be like, fucking credits, or they're all dead, yeah dumb. I think it's thing. still
0: got his cloaking, and it's still yeah. got the spears out, like the kind of his hands, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's got the ecto skeleton thing that's sort of protective. Who's who's directing this one? It is a guy who had done Cofield Lane, Dan Trachtenberg. I think. Oh, that cool. That so he it? Yeah, yeah, he's he's competent.
1: he knows what yeah. he's doing. No then, so that, I've yeah. heard. Yeah.
0: So far, heard nothing but good things about this so far. So I'm very excited to watch it. I'm very able to watch it. I'm just sitting down and. I, I, as much as people berate some of the Predator films, I'm a big fan of Predator movies. Yeah, like same, same. Love Even the first the bad one. Ones, I enjoy. like the second one as well. Love the second one. Predator a- I actually a- like, a- like as well a lot. I
1: dug that. Even AVP and Requiem, I dig them as well. So, I mean, the Requiem, I like the idea of Requiem, but I like the ideas
0: during. if not the execution. I would say. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I actually didn't mind the Jack, the Jack Black, the Shame Black Predator as well. I Actually, quite enjoyed. Bits
1: yeah, of yeah. It. I enjoyed it. I thought the, the dialogue was Shame Black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, exactly. That's, so, Exact same as you did. I will forgive anything Predator does and, and watch it anyway. Um, yes. And I'm all up for this. So that's exciting. That's, yeah. And we've, got so su- oh, we've got Super Pets as well. Super Pets we? as well. That's it. Um, so I thought you were going to say that's someone one we're looking forward to the most with Super Pets.
0: No. We, we will which look I forward to it.
1: Which I kind of um, because it's The Rock and Kevin Hart. It's, yeah. It's always a good combo. Um,
0: Trachnaberg also rated the first episode of The Boys. The name of the game. I think it was the first episode of it as mm. well. Directed some Black Mirror. Um, but yeah, his only his only feature film so far has been Ten Coldfield Lane, which so, is a decent. I thought it was a great movie, it was decent a decent flick. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. really tense, well, 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 done well paced. Yeah, so yeah, I'm excited for this So yeah, next week, so Good chat next week. I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah, um, I think I thought want more interesting content. I think and everything we both probably will see all the things together, which are not together, but we'll we'll be. It won't just be me talking to you. It'll be it's something we've all seen. Debate about these ones definitely. I look forward to you hating 13 <sighs> lives and, and me loving prey beyond all explanation.
1: <laughs> Ron Howard's not going to disappoint me, dude. No, I've he's not. Faith. I've got faith in Ron. Yeah, we've we uh, Number three beers the movie. We're on Gmail, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and uh, TikTok soon as well. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all singing and dancing. on TikTok it's never going to happen. Um, look us up, um, give us some likes and subscribes. Not all, all, see all the shit that people say at the end of our podcasts. That's what I'm telling you to do right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go do it. I've been calling. You've been
0: Richard, and we have been
1: three beers in a movie.